Hello, Wear Many Hats listeners. We've got another great episode for you here today. Today, I am joined by somebody who is climbing the ranks within the facilities management industry incredibly quickly. It's an absolute pleasure to be joined today by Mihai Lamba, Head of Estates at Burlington Estates. Hi, Mihai. How are you doing? Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for, uh, for having, uh, having me here, guys. No problem at all. Uh, great chat we had as well before, before this. So. We have, yeah. You're, you're basically our <clears throat> boxing promoter, um, crazy golf coach, mm. travel agent, um, and also facilities management guru basically <laughs> you've, you've got you, you've got so many skills Mihai it's brilliant I like the travel agent bit to be honest the know? travel agent yeah, to be yeah. fair I do want to use you I love that idea about not paying for the hotels before you get there I like never, that never do that you know yeah I'll teach you some tricks not 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 dodgy ones yeah genuine, you know you just pay on on arrival that's it that's no well I lost so much money during COVID to hotels yeah without a doubt if I can find a way to make sure I don't lose money I'll be happy and get yourself a, a credit card that will cover that as well I will do Amex you said wasn't it well I'm not I'm not giving names are we? you're not giving names no, no names. No yeah, we're not promoting any particular credit card. You can use anyone you want. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Mihai. Listen, thank you very much for joining us. Where where have you come from today? So, oh well, I, I was shocked how quick I got here. Uh, so, Bond Street. All right. Yeah, it's not Bond far. Street, Oxford. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, our office is in uh, Mayfair. Right. Nice quick, part of the world. Quickly stopped uh, on a side that we we have over there on Oxford Street. Right. Jumped on Bond Street, Central Line. Done. Yeah. Brought the donuts. Yes, yeah. Uh, very nice. Ones. Yes, very nice donuts. Not it's basically fat man kryptonite. That is. So, um, thank you very much. You've ruined my diet for today, Mihai. Well, but, it seems to be is going to be, that is going to be a, a long uh, evening, so we yeah. might need some. We uh, might need some later. This is yeah. true. But thank such a kind gesture. Thank you very much. No, we really appreciate right. it. Okay, um, listen. Let's get straight into the questions. Mm. So, why don't we start with tell us a little bit about your career, um, how your career has come about. You know, you know, give us the beginning, the middle, and the end. Mm -hmm. You know where you're at now, where you go. So, well, looking at the beginning, I can go all the way back since. Uh, not, not, so it's not necessarily part of my career, but it it led me and giving me an advantage into my career. Okay, calling it like this. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. So my uh, since since I was a, a child, right? I've seen I've seen my dad in the industry. Right. So more more of a contractor side, and then right. later also managing teams and, oh, really? and managing yeah and managing properties, mm -hmm. as in as in in the background. So M and &E. uh, So he's been through. I don't know he was a welder at some point. He was a plumber, and then he had a plumbing company. He was also uh, part of the maintenance uh, teams for Intercontinental. Yeah, and also he worked in the Caribbeans. Oh really? So here you go. Now it brings me back to the traveling Caribbean. You know, Caribbean. That's not bad. Exactly. Yeah. Why did he did he come back? Did he come out him or did and he then, say that? Yeah, yeah. He just went there for a year or so. He had like a huge project. It's a hotel called Seven Stars. I oh, really. Did you get to go over there? No, but it's on my list. You know, it's, it's on the list. There. If I go on Google Maps, it's like I want to go there. Yeah. So it's called Seven Stars. It's in the Turks and Caicos. Really? Yeah. So what what was the work your dad did there? So they've done the uh, the plumbing. Right, right, and the bathrooms, the swimming pools over there. Really, it's like a huge team, yeah. Oh wow! And he was there for twelve months. He was there for twelve months, and they had to finish that in twelve months. So it was a huge team, yeah. Wow! And then he managed uh, again people from uh, all across the globe. Right. Okay, that must have been really interesting. Yeah. So always been into into this. Always seen pipe works. You know, always seen plant rooms. Always yeah. knew how how a swimming pool works. Yeah. Example. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the motors, all the filters, and so on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that that helped me a lot. But you see, my dad, he put me through a hospitality uh, career. Kind right. of, he tried to to put that into into my mind. Okay. So I've studied economics in hospitality. I really I have a degree in that. Right. And then I worked in hospitality for five six years. Right. Uh, in the end, for well, here in the UK for Marriott Canarioff. Really? Was it, just to go back a little bit? Mm -hmm. Was there a reason your dad wanted you to go down that route? Particularly, or he didn't want me to be on the tools. Let's didn't want you to like be this. a plumber, basically. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, you fair see? enough. It's yeah. not that I was not good at it, actually, yeah. because I, I well, I haven't really tried it. But you know, I was giving him tools and so on. You know, when he yeah, was, yeah, yeah, you know, taking me on a on a small job potentially, or he was like, look, come come at the hotel, I'll show you how it works. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And then and then yeah, and then I've I've started into the hospitality hospitality route. 
yeah. uh, working for for uh, Marriott here in Kanaryov right. at some point. That's a nice place uh, as well. Really nice place. Mm. Actually, it's a it's a mixed use building. So at the right. base you have the hotel and then you have uh, apartments. Yeah. Uh, and then I was a front desk manager over there, and with this set of skills, which are really easy to transfer into the facilities management, yeah, um, I got the opportunity to move into a um, less. I know. I, I, I was thinking about hours when I moved, right, and and the amount of hours that that you work when I moved into facilities because I started a junior role, right, a, a concierge front desk, yeah, uh, four on four off. And was that at first port where you? That was first port actually in Canada. Canada Water. It's one of our clients actually. Is it? Yeah, quite interesting. Massive company. So yeah. I worked for them right after they become first port. Right. They were Pever. Right. Okay. 2014, 2015, somewhere yeah. there, I think. 15, okay. 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so huge estate, mm. thousand apartments, thousand apartments. Wow. And it was the setup was very light. Only one concierge. Right. One head concierge and a development manager. That doesn't seem a lot, does it? For a thousand apartments. And then the amount of parcels that we received, the amount of requests, the building was not new anymore. Yeah. So, you know, it was busy. Busy times yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet so, yeah. But then, again, I, I love the rota, you know, four on, four off. You had four days off to do whatever you want. Lots of traveling opportunities there, yeah, mate. Lots of overtime as well. Yeah, true. You know, yeah, you can yeah. do a lot of overtime on that and yeah. you get paid for it. Of course. Know, at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. First port were amazing. Yeah. To be honest. Mm. I know uh, a lot of people have different opinions out right. there. But I really enjoy my time over there. They put me through a concierge academy. Right. Which I've done with them. Yeah. Loads of learning and development. My manager, line manager was amazing. Yeah. Uh, a young gentleman into the in, into the industry, uh, you know. And yeah, I had all the all the support over there that, that I needed. But it was extremely busy. Also, it wasn't such a um, I don't know software based site. I mean, everything right. was done on paper. Oh, really? You know, even the the, the say the parcels that were received, right? Yeah. You log them on a on a paper. God, and then what you is have, paper? I think we've all forgotten what paper is, haven't we? Yeah. So, that, yeah. and then you would take uh, some slips. You were putting them into the post boxes. Mm. It was a hell of a job. Yeah. So from there, because I had the hospitality industry, and I was already a manager. Yeah. In the in the in the hospitality industry in the in the hotels. Mm. Uh, then. Always with Marriott, loads of uh, trainings as well. Yeah. Online, on site as well. Yeah. They were amazing. Yeah, I'm jumping back to Marriott, but. So, so development's been quite important um, in your career so mm. far? Up to that point, yes. Yes. And after that. Okay. Well, the whole journey is all about development and, and well, learning. Of course, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've stayed, I think, for first port, with first port for about nine, 10, 11 months, maybe. Right. So. It it felt too busy for me over there. Okay, as in you know, it, it was uh, it wasn't right. I wanted a bit more of a quality rather yeah. than quantity. So there, are a thousand apartments. You can imagine what it was. Yeah, yeah. So so you 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 were kind of just being pulled in all kinds mm. of directions. So and unfortunately, sometimes when that happens, you can't offer the level of quality service no. that you would want and to. I, w- I was used with the hospitality industry, right, mm. where customer service was okay. as as, it, as yeah. its highest. Yeah, um, and here customer service was lacking, right? Right, mm. because of the overwhelming of uh, of people around. Yeah, yeah, it's of course, like this. Right. So, I accepted after that an offer uh, for a new development. Right. Here in the uh, city of London. Right. They advertised themselves as a five stars, um, you know, residential development. Mm-hmm. It was exactly what I needed. Right. You know where I could put that hospitality skills, customer service. Yep. Um, into 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 the role that I wanted into and good I, use, yeah. Exactly. To use How the skills I, that you've I've seen, yeah. yeah. What what I thought a, a concierge over there or a front desk person yeah. uh, would apply on uh, on their on their job, mm. and it was the best decision ever. Right. Um, I ended up being with Knife Frank. Yep. Working on behalf of our client Helical over there. Right. Okay. A big company in the city. Yep. I think they have a history of more than hundred years. Wow. Um, yeah, many, many. They're mainly in the commercial, though. Right. Okay. And then this was their first residential, uh, first residential estate. Oh, really? So they put a lot of uh, passion and heart. Yeah. Into into that development. Yeah, we've we've had some great guests on the show from Night Frank actually, mm. um, in both commercial and residential. So we know them well. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I have some names over there to thank as well for, for my career. Feel free to drop so, it in if you want to, Mihai. Is it? Yeah, yeah, of course. So if you've one, got of them, one of them was already on your, uh, two of them actually, on your on your podcast previously, Paul Wilson. Yep. Amazing line manager for me. Yeah, he's now at ICMP, obviously. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Chris great, great guest as well on the show. Is he's, it? Yeah, he's a great guest. Well, as well, I've listened to his podcast, to be honest. Yeah. Then Christopher Wade as well. Right. Amazing line manager. Yep. I still work with him at the, at the moment. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. And Jason Taylor. Yeah, JT. JT. JT, we know well. Everyone knows about JT, head yeah. of Central. Yeah, we keep or... trying to get him on the show. Is it? <laughs> yeah, he's, okay. he's, he's proving a very difficult fish to get into the boat, I'm no, telling you. No, he he's very open and all, yeah. all, he never said no to anything. You know? Fantastic guy, fantastic guy, without a doubt. I'll yeah. get him on eventually. Hear that, JT, I'll get you on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... It was amazing over there. Um, I went through through the career steps um, uh, quite quickly. Mm. I think, in my opinion, I met uh, I met there uh, an estate manager called Gareth Sheehy as well. He's now with Knife Frank anymore, right? Um, and he he he's seen in me a person I think with proactivity, yeah, a person that that wants to learn, yeah, open to challenges, yeah. Um, so he. So he gave me, you know, all his time as well and support. So, so it's really good. So would you say that these individuals have, have been mentors for you throughout your career? I think they've been mentors and they've been key elements yeah. into my development. Right. Um, well, now, of course, you have to build that connection with them as well. Of course, yeah. Right. So it's all about what do you bring to the table? Agreed. Yeah. It's not just, oh, yeah, just tell me everything that you know and then that's it. No. <laughs> Let it's me be not, a sponge. No, yeah. it's not like this. You yeah. have to offer something. And of then, course you do. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then, yeah, if the other party will offer to you mm. his time and his knowledge. Yeah, of course. Uh, then that that's all you can you can ask for. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I ended up being with Knife Frank for five years in total. Right. Uh, towards the end of my career with Knife Frank, I've also been uh, invited over an operational board. Right. Yeah, because you at Night Frank, you got promoted on several occasions, didn't you? You mm-hmm. were promoted from head concierge to assistant estate manager, yep. and then to estate manager in quite a short period of time, really, mm. um, which, which which should be applauded. How how for our listeners out there that are looking to come into the into mm-hmm. the industry, mm-hmm. um, how did you as an individual um, manage to put yourself on the, a, a path to those promotions? And what type of activities did you do to make yourself stand out as a professional within the industry? So, in every company, you ha- they will they will offer you a set of uh, learning and development yep. uh, routes, right? Yep. Or options or opportunities, yep. right? Yep. You don't have well as long for me as I applied for me. I have not stopped just with those ones, right? I always did something on top of it, right? Or, okay. or along it, or yep. something new. Yeah. Uh, anything out there available on the market? Mm. I mean, these days you can learn from it anywhere, right? That's true. You can go and uh, I know Eventbrite as well. Yeah. You know, and then you look for seminars, webinars, and then you learn from those. You have so, so many so, so networking and things like that. You've you've gone out yep. there yep. into the industry effectively with you know multiple stakeholders of other businesses, mm-hmm. and you've put yourself out there and said, right, I want to learn. I can't just learn here. I need to learn from everywhere. Yes, yep. I'll tell you an, uh, an interesting one. So whilst well, I was with uh, Knife Frank, uh, not as an estate manager because mm-hmm. yeah, I, well, that was, that was already a different role. But in the junior roles, yeah, what I did. You know, you have the normal networking events within the company, right? And yeah, then yeah, you can course. reach out to your um, colleagues, which are on, the, on on similar positions over there, mm. um, and then you can you can share your experiences with them. Yeah. Right? So I went out there and I asked them, "Do you mind if I go on your site, or if I come on your site when you are there? Can yeah. you can you give me a walk around your estate?" Yeah. Right. So I went on that estate. You know, I picked up things that I thought that I could apply on on mine one as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I could get. The, the place where I work or the place where I activate mm. uh, better or improved. So, so but also, I would learn for myself as well. Right? So, so you actively went out there looking for best practice yeah. across other portfolios yeah, that you yeah. could implement on your side? At some point, I've almost been told off. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because you don't want people from outside your uh, your, <laughs> your estate to walk around and so on, right? Yeah. Or I just client. imagine you peeking around a corner yeah, now. Exactly. Like, and opening, opening the doors that you're not supposed to yeah. and uh, things like that. But then... Well, fair play to you because, you know, not a lot of people would take that kind of attitude and put themselves out there 
and really start, try to learn um, from you know other individuals mm. across the the sector in terms of what they're doing, mm. which clearly clearly is a reason for your rise within the industry at quite a quite a mm. you know a swift pace. And then like that, you meet people as well, and you might meet the right people. Yeah. Uh, but it's also about meeting the right people at the right time yeah. in your career as well. Yeah. That could happen or, you know, you might not be so lucky. Um, but you see, at the same time, people have different type of learnings. Yeah, that's styles. true. We all learn different So places. I learn like that, right? By mm. seeing things, by experiencing. You're quite a practical person. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you what happened on, on that as well uh, on, a bit later. Yeah. Just, I just want to finish finish with this. So yeah, so there are people over there which which will learn by reading a lot, mm. right? So they have the internet out there for them. Mm. Uh, but I'm like that. So you have first to find out what's your learning style, right? Or you yeah. have to experience both. Yeah. And then you'll stick with them. Yeah. Or you might be, I don't know, a mix of, of both. Over yeah, there. yeah, of course. So I've seen what type I am, you know, what type of learning I have. Mm. And then I've, I've sticked with that. And this is, this is how it was proved later into my career as well. So for example, I did um, Nibosh at some point. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And then there are two exams over there, one practical uh, and then one which is a set of questions. And then Theoretical, obviously. yeah. Exactly. And then the practical, I just passed it flying colors, right? Yeah. And then the theoretical one, I've, I've studied so hard yeah. and I've learned. And then, you know, I've read all about this. Guess what? Failed, you know, <laughs> easy. Yeah, yeah. Failed just by I don't know two points. I think they were, but oh, I failed no. it. And then I tried to I tried to understand why I failed it and so on. But I was looking I was looking wrongly. I shouldn't I shouldn't. Yeah, I, I went back. You know, I've mm. studied. I said no. I've I've answered correctly here. I went back to Nibush. I've challenged the result and so right. on. And then, well, it was an experience. But at the end of the day, I think that was wrong. Right. What I did late, later when I passed it. I haven't even stressed myself as much. Right. Right. And then when I did the test, I thought I thought about it as in a practical way. Yeah, yeah. And then I put my answers uh, from a practical way of thinking. Right. So rather than, do you yeah. think that you probably put too much pressure on yourself yes. first time round? Yeah. And that that impacted how you performed. Exactly. But there's a great lesson there. Great lesson for people listening to the yeah. show. Yeah. Don't put don't take yourself too seriously. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. No, and I remember myself when I when I failed that exam. I've learned for days, mm. right? And I was trying to remember things and so on. No, it's not about remembering everything. It's about knowing from where you have to get the information and apply it. Yeah, you know, you can't remember everything yeah. in life. This is true, very true. Um, yeah. Well, we spoke about Nibush. That's yes. that's really important. That's part of of my development. Also, some other uh, training, such as Irish. Mm. You know, uh, so I, that's something I recommend to everyone which is in, on a junior role. Yeah, yeah. You know, within the industry, Irish yeah, yeah. very important. Yeah. And of course, you have various health and safety um, trainings out there as well. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know, fire so, safety and so on. Yeah. So have, have you found Nibosh to be quite useful in terms of helping you from a career advancement perspective? Yeah. That essential knowledge is giving you core skills that, yeah. that you can take so, elsewhere. So Nibosh was the most in-depth. Right. And, and you know, with the information yeah. that, that you apply on a day-to-day -day basis, especially right. on a senior role position. Yeah. You uh, won't apply to you as much when you're a junior. So that's why you have to take the right trainings at yeah. the right time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, for example, when I did Nibosh, mm. potentially half, Half of the information over there, I already had it. You already knew or, it. Or yeah. been through it. You're doing it on a practical daily basis. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if you do that training early days into your career, mm. you might not understand anything. No. And then later in the years, you cannot apply that information that you had it available back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, so the right time, the right training, the yeah. right people around yeah. you as well. But that could be a lucky combination or yeah. it can just happen. But Nothing comes to you unless you have the right mindset there as well. Yeah, completely agree. You have to be open. Yeah. You see? Okay. Again, different styles, different people. Yeah, but so. it's great to see that, you know, um, different learning and development routes um, from different organizations that you've represented have really helped you in terms of the pursuit of your career mm. to push it forward. Um, so I think one of the takeaways from our listeners is, you know, take any opportunity to learn um, if you want to advance your career. Um, because it's essential and you know in fm 
as you know, you're never going to know everything. There's too many moving parts mm-hmm. in the industry to know any everything, but a little bit about a lot can be really, really useful. Yes, and then it's all about knowing where to find that information, knowing the right people to help you out to sort out the challenge that you have as well. Yeah. Well, maybe you can you can resolve it, but then you there's always that ten percent element that yeah you know you have to get it from someone else. Yeah, of course. No yeah. matter what. Yeah. So you have to stay open all the time. Yeah. Oh, very good. Okay, so just moving on to a different subject. Mm. Um, ESG, environment, social, and governance. What's your views on that, um, and how do you think it has evolved over the last couple of years, and mm. how do you think it will evolve in the future? So, well, I'm uh, I'm extremely open for for ESGs even since it was I don't know so so popular. Let's yeah. call it like this, right? I think it's us, the new health and safety, isn't it? I think. Yeah, you see, but it's yeah. the new health and safety where here in the UK, mm. right? Uh, potentially Europe as well. Yeah. So yes, UK in general, they've been the leaders on the market for most of the industries out there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even here, we have to lead. And mm. I think we have to lead by example. And then it seems that we are doing it. Yeah. Uh, if I look at the, um, you know, uh, some, of the, some of the countries on some other continents, mm. no names out there. Yeah. Uh, I think we are balancing their uh, inefficiency on right. ESG. Okay. Right? That's an interesting concept. So, yes. So, so I feel we should do more to mm. compensate for their for the lack not of doing right okay that's a very you know that's not something that we've discussed mm. um, i'd certainly like to explore that a little bit more without naming any names obviously yeah 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 um yeah. but w- what an interesting concept that that we should do far more because mm-hmm. certain countries throughout the world aren't mm-hmm. doing enough exactly right so well this this happens i think on on anything out there you mm. see uh yeah we do have more electric cars these days yeah uh, uh definitely more electric cars here than you know in some other countries in the southern hemisphere for example yeah uh, but yeah someone needs to lead and i i feel that here in the uk we have the potential we have the right people mm. uh to do that Look certainly at, the skills that without a doubt skills. The skills we do have the funds as well yeah, yes, they are not unlimited, but you see that we have a lot more funds than others. Yeah. So we have to channel those funds into into the right... Uh, into research and development and different ways of working mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Exactly. Like and yeah. then I'm also always thinking about disruptive, um, not necessarily industries, but different disruptive ways of thinking. Yeah, right? I do love a bit of disruption. Exactly. So ESG, it's about disruption as well. It's about innovative. Of it's, about, it is, yeah. it's about bringing new stuff uh, yeah. Um, on, on, yeah, on, on the plate, on the table. Yeah. Um, actually, I was looking now at the stock market in, um, in America, right? Mm. And this whole industry is being, it's all red. It's all, you know, smashed. Yeah. Uh, solar panels, you know, the... You know, the, all these manufacturers, everything is down. Yeah. Uh, I'm also looking to um, hydrogen. Right. I think I think that's the future, in my opinion. We were having as a in, chat as about in fuel. Yeah, we were having a chat about that actually last week, mm. weren't we? Um, because the thing about electric, um, and it's fantastic and all that stuff, but yep. at the minute we still need the fossil fuels to be burned to yep. pump the electricity yep. into the grid. Exactly. So it's not a long-term solution based on the technology that's available at the minute. Whereas hydrogen, it's abundant. That's the one. It's everywhere. Um, it's everywhere and even outside the uh, the planet. Exactly. Right? So yeah. you can, at some point, we'll be good enough to go out there and bring resources from, you know, other planets. Exactly. So hydrogen is out there. It is. It's everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's the most abundant molecule in the universe, I think. Mm-hmm. That, I am right saying that, aren't I? I believe you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think it is hydrogen. Yeah. Okay. And uh, with electricity, there's another problem. How oh. can you store it efficiently? We can't. Here you go. <laughs> that's, Here that's, you go. That's the biggest How issue. many batteries are you going to build? Well, you see? I, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing about batteries. They're inefficient, aren't yeah. they? And, yeah. And how much damage you're going to have because of those batteries? Lithium, what? cobalt mining. Exactly. Completely what are you going agree. to do? Just bury them and hide them? Yeah. You cannot do that. We can't do that, no. Yeah. It, it and you know where, where they're going to be burned? Not in the UK. No. And they'll be exported to some other... Probably countries. some of those countries we talked about go. earlier. Yeah. yeah, here you go. Yeah. So for me, hydrogen is the way. I agree. You know, you can create the electricity with hydrogen as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's that's the, the, the fuel source. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, I'm not sure exactly. We just need somebody to invent um, a working hydrogen fuel cell. Is there out there actually? There's a uh, there's the the French manufacturer Renault, yeah, uh, with Nissan, right? They have some cars on hydrogen now. Yeah. So they just need the infrastructure, infrastructure is, over there. Infrastructure, yeah. infrastructure is, is yeah. it is it still because it was always quite cost prohibitive, wasn't it? Is mm-hmm. it still? Is I think it still, it's dangerous as well. It, it, yeah, they. It's a lot mind more you, electric batteries can explode as well. Yeah, yeah, and they do regularly. And you know, I think in America, mm-hmm. well, the US, because I think they're the only ones that release the figures. They've got far more electric vehicles than we do, for example. Mm-hmm. And something like ninety nine percent of vehicle fires are because of electric vehicles. And and and. You know, a lot of in the industry, a lot of a lot of residential estates now, even commercial, they are looking at installing these EV chargers in the car parks. Yeah, I, I feel it's not the right way, no. in my opinion, because, like you said, you need you need to find ways of containing those fires if they happen. Yeah, there's this higher risk over there. Insurers are looking at it as well. Yeah. The first question that they ask now: Have you modified your yeah. Uh, net uh, energy network. You yeah, know, have yeah, installed yeah. any EVs? Yes, we did. Well, mm. okay, ten percent on your because exactly. it could <laughs> on just your premium. Up. Exactly. Yeah. So it's an interesting concept. Again, I, I, I'm thinking about how else can we, uh, you know, think around this. What, yeah. what, what disruptive idea can we bring into? Because these are the standard ones. Yeah. Okay. Install the EV chargers. Bring an electric car. You change the light bulbs. You know, with some LED elect. Uh, LED ones, which is mm. amazing. Yep, we yeah. do that. We do that as well on our, yeah, yeah. All our estates. Yeah, of course. We just did one now with 900 LED uh, bulbs. You know, yeah. we've just changed them and actually went from 50 watts per uh, old um, bulb to mm. five watts. Wow! So that's what? Yeah, great increase. I, I do uh, think de- decrease. I, yeah, I, th- I, I do think that we are far more efficient than we were 10 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. but just uh, the country as a whole. Yeah, but I think. Facilities management is probably one of the industries that kind of leads the way in it. Um, and I've, I've said this a few times on the show. I think the facilities management industry is actually incredibly good mm-hmm. from an environmental, social and governance perspective. I think we're one of the better industries out there because we have to be, to be quite frank. We have to be. Yeah. And then and then we manage all these all this matters on behalf of our clients. So we yeah. represent our clients. So we need to bring for our clients the good ideas over yeah. there and we need to show improvement. Yeah. How can um, we meet these commitments? How can we do things differently? Um, so that's really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. So have, you, have you ever heard of, um, I'm, I'm going to take it completely sideways mm-hmm. here. Okay. Have you ever heard of something called zero point energy? Zero point energy, like. Yeah. So you know Tesla, I, not the car, the original Tesla. Yeah. Nicholas Tesla. Nikola. So Nikolai Tesla. Is it Nicholas, Nikolai, something like that? I think so, I know what you're going to say. Is, yes. it, ab- is it about cons- just consuming this energy but producing exactly the same amount of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So just so, going around the, the circle. Effectively, yeah, 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 yeah. And also passing that energy throughout the air rather mm-hmm. than using lines and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So zero point energy. So there's no loss over there as well. Yeah, there's no this. loss of energy because at the minute there's a significant, I think we lose more than 50% of the energy as we transmit yeah, it. Yeah, depends down through what you, you transfer it as well. It could be yeah, a yeah. copper line, it could be aluminium, yeah. could be all sorts. I don't know the science of it. I'm not going to pretend that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that there's, you know, a number of experiments looking at zero point energy and how mm-hmm. that could be a viable alternative to what we do now um but i still it, you see if if it is something it'll be a long time down the road because I mean, even fusion you know i mean there's been um labs and power stations that have had a viable fusion um reaction mm-hmm. they just can't maintain it yeah, yeah so science is doing some quite interesting things um in relation to technology it's, it's just i, I guess we need it to happen quicker now, you know. Well, we are. If if you look at the history, we are very quick yeah. into moving things around these days. Uh, yeah. Hundred years before, what we were so behind with with so many things, right? Yeah. I mean, and and these days, every single year, on every single year, we have we have so many uh, new improvements out there in the in the in the market. Except in the in the telephone market, the iPhone is the same for for two, three years, right? Oh, I've had changes. this argument with a friend of mine a few times. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> but uh, but then, yeah, I, I think in, in 20 years, uh, we as a country will be so advanced that we'll be able to, you know, to support not just one country or two, right. maybe maybe a whole continent over there. Really? You know? Yeah. Right. So we can do we can do really, really well. And I know that we have some new power plants, small ones. Yeah, small nuclear being, plants exactly, that they're building. Exactly, yeah. being yeah. built and so on. Yeah. So we're 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 doing pretty pretty well. Right. Uh, my only concern out there is that 
even though we are becoming more efficient, yeah. the energy prices are only going up yes. and higher and higher and higher, yeah. right? So if before we could afford uh, a light bulb which had maybe 100 watts yeah. of energy consumption, we cannot afford that these days, no. right? So we had to bring that to 5 watts yeah. and we still think it's expensive over there, Yes. right? Yeah. So you see, so it's not just about, you know, using less energy. Yeah. People, people will need to fill that in their pocket as oh, well. Don't even get me started on the energy companies. I'm a northerner, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I look at my bill every month. Exactly. So our energy uh, yeah. has decreased overall, right? Yeah. As in, definitely at home. In terms of the use, you will use more yeah. or less these yeah. days. Yeah. But the rates, they are only going up and up. So you're going to pay more. Well, that's the continued attack on the middle class, I'm afraid, you know. <laughs> so I don't want to, let's not talk politics. Let's not talk <laughs> politics. We'll be here forever. Okay, so quite interestingly, though, that leads us on to the next question mm. um, because AI, so artificial intelligence, I think, um, can help us with things like energy um, and looking at new ways to produce yeah. energy yeah. and things like that as it becomes smarter. Um, obviously, there's significant usages for it um, within our world. Um, what's your view on it? Where, where, where do you see it taking us? Uh, I'm looking at AI from two perspectives, uh, right. and I know we we talked about networking earlier as well. Yes. So so let me let me introduce two topics here: networking on AI, yeah, and how networking is being affected by AI. Right. Yeah. Networking on AI. Explain. I'll tell you. I'm, so, I'm an avid networker, by the way. So if it's something new, I'm all over. <laughs> so these days, you have everything on the AI platforms, right? Yeah. You ask AI, Bob, or whatever AI you have. Uh, you ask him the question. He will come back with the answers. Not just with the answer. He will also give you a plan. Yeah. And you can go further, right? Yeah. Well, back, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm still young, I hope. But yeah. let's say back in the days, you were going to your peers, I remember those days. Here you go. <laughs> so you're going to your friends, you're going to your colleagues, you're going, yeah. you know, to your contractors, you're going to human beings. Yeah. And asking them those questions, you know? How do I do that? And they were, they were having different opinions over there. That's true. And then and then you would pick the one that you thought is the, the best, best, right? Mm. Or you would get it from the most experienced person over there. Yeah. Now you go to AI. You don't need those people anymore. So I feel AI is dangerous from this perspective. That's, that, to be fair, that's a very interesting insight. Um, so you, I haven't thought about it like that. So you won't need your 10 usual connections over there, you know, or people that, that can help you in your career, you know, day-to-day. -day. You only need AI. So, so you think there's the potential for it to affect jobs quite significantly then? Yeah. So I, I feel that you need, as, as an individual, you need to realize how much you can rely on it mm. and to up to what point. I use yeah. AI on day-to-day -day basis. I, I, I do as well. I'm not going to lie. I, yeah. I, I think it's a really good tool. Yeah. I know some people, they are using AI for all their emails. Really? Yeah. Right. I refuse to do that. Yeah, well, I think it takes something away from Exactly. This, I never use it for emails. Here you go. But these days, you go out there, you see emails, they are written by AI. Yeah. And you, you, can, you, can, you can see that. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's on social and networking. Mm -hmm. And then... The second one was about AI into smart buildings, right? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So we all know that AI can, and I've seen it on so many of your podcasts as well, people with great wealth of experience, they are talking about smart buildings, you know, how can this light bulb be turned off when, you yeah. know, you walk off the building, can count the number of the people into your block and yeah. then shut off potentially some, uh, um, some areas as well. Mm. So yes, this has to be embraced, or in my opinion at least, has to be embraced mm. uh, as much as possible by the new builds over there. Yeah, yeah. I know an amazing building is called JJ Mac. Right. It's very close to you guys here. Okay. Uh, it's in Farrington. Yeah. Well, I was told it's the smartest building in uh, in London. Really? Yep. Is it? Well, this is what I was told. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I still need to go there and, and, and see it. Why I know about it? I know because it's uh, it's been uh, developed by the previous client that we had. Right. Helical PLC. Right. Um, so it's on my list to go there. I would love and, to see and that. See how, and see yeah. how good, uh, good they're doing on it. Right. You see, and again, like going back to the, my knife rank uh, experience, if you go out there and you, you see things, then you can implement them in your day-to-day day, um, operation as well. Yeah. If you get the opportunity to attend that building, can, yeah. you, can I come? 
Definitely. Can you can you extend an invite to myself? I would like to see that as well. Definitely. Let's um, let's do that together. It's very close to you here and yeah, very yeah. close to yeah. me. Yeah, we could do it one day next week. Take a walk in, see how it goes. Yeah. yeah? Great. Yeah. Okay. So so you think that overall AI is going to have a significant impact then, really? Um not just on how we work, but also, you know, jobs, um, how mm-hmm. how work is done, um, how we integrate with it and so on. Do you think do you think that these changes will come at pace? Um, I think these changes will come, again, it's difficult, you see, because we are different type of people out there. So, yeah. so some potentially which are used in a certain way, they don't even want to hear about AI. Mm. Or it's like maybe 20, 30 years ago bringing the telephones yep. in people's life, right? Yeah, the, the some of Blackberry. Them, yeah. There you go. Some yeah. of them have been you know, saying no for a couple of years. And then finally they have, they had to realize that, look, it, it's good. They need it in their life. Yeah. Same with AI. It could be two, three, five years yeah. until, until most of us will use it, Yeah. you know, and we will use it without even realizing it. Yeah. And it will be in just in our life. I don't know. You see, I, you know, phones, when, when you go back mm-hmm. to phones, mm-hmm. when phones, beca- well, mobile phones, Blackberries, things like that became part of our everyday working life, mm-hmm. suddenly the workday never ended. See, um, I th- I think that had a bit of an impact on society that w- yeah. that, that that we don't necessarily. I, I don't think we. I think that we still don't understand because we can't remember any time where they weren't available. But to me, common sense would say that if Dave got into the office at nine in nineteen seventy, that's when he started work mm-hmm. at nine, yeah. and when Dave left the office at five, that's when he finished. You know, and then he went home and spent time with his family and so on and so forth, but he wasn't thinking about work. Whereas since the the, the introduction, you know, we can all work from home. I, I mean, I'm terrible for it. I will read emails and, you know, I can't help it, you know, because a couple of reasons. One, I'm noisy. Um, and I think we're all noisy, you know. Yeah. Um, so we can't help it. And it's, and work becomes such a part of your life that you just do mm. it anyway. But has that had a detrimental effect on us? I mean, we don't know, do we? We don't know, but we definitely meet less what's people. A, what's less AI going to do? <laughs> well, I'm telling you what AI, I think, did to me last weekend. Uh, they, 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 they blocked my access to my emails whilst I was outside of the country. I think really? I had some kind of geolocation, AI, you know, noticing what IP I have and from which country I'm logging in. Really? Here you go. So I couldn't, well, it was good for me. Mm. Bad for the business. Not great. Not great. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say it booked a holiday <laughs> No, so now it's I'm trying. It's a great deal, and I was going to be like, "Wait, tell me what." Yeah. No, so now I'm just trying to find ways of, you know, to have that not happening again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So very interesting. Very interesting take on AI, mm-hmm. um, Mihai. Thank you very much. You know that actually AI started all the way to in the 1950s. Did it? Yeah. Really? Oh, go on then. Go on then. Give us. Well, I haven't. I haven't read the whole thing. Mm. But I'm. Uh, I'm attending this uh, conference uh, on the 15th of November mm. um, at uh, the. Well, it's called London Conference at IWFM, I think. Or yeah, IWFM, yeah. they are organizing it. Right. Um, by the way, on this one, I'm also a certified member of the IWFM. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're going to talk about AI in this conference. So I'm looking forward for it. Yeah. And I think I've pinched this from their um, advert that AI yeah. started in the 1950s. So it's on my list to to read about it. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Just after the second well, world. Yeah. Well, the internet, the internet was the same, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. That was very, yeah. very similar. It was just it? not available to every, all of us. Yeah, you yeah. know, obviously it was a certain level over there. Yeah, yeah. Of, uh, imagine, imagine what the military has now. I bet they're teleporting each other into different countries and that, and we just don't <laughs> know about it. Do you not think so? Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a very expensive, uh, you know. I don't know, it wouldn't surprise me. I bet, I bet yeah. we, we've probably got a city up on Mars. No, never, no, never thought about it. Never thought about it. <laughs> Nobody tells us. Um, okay, well, that's, that's really interesting. Thank you for your, for your insights on that, Mihai. Um just to sort of talk about um, something slightly different, um, going back to IWFM, mm-hmm. okay, do, do you think that the IWFM is a, a great vehicle within the industry and would be beneficial to people that were moving into it? Um, well, I haven't, I haven't thought about IWFM as much until I went for Nibosh. Right. You see? So yeah. for me, the first step was that, building yeah. the knowledge over there. Yeah, and then I know IWFM. They have uh, definitely a lot of uh, learning options, right? Uh, and then levels where you can obviously learn and then pass the exams and so on. Yeah, um, 
I'm also aware that the industry is turning their head and eyes towards IWFM. Yeah. Um, we, as a business, we want that, well, in the, in the near future, mm. at least, we want all our estate managers and also um, property managers mm. to be, well, affiliated or, right. you know, members with the IWFM. Yeah, yeah. Um, same on the IRPM. Right. So I think being part of this, uh, of this, this groups, this membership only allows you to learn more and, and again, have that connection with someone over yeah. there or okay. with, or with the information or yeah, of course. have the information readily available for you. Yeah. Uh, like I said, IWFM are great for, for networking as well. Yeah. 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 Because you meet people from the industry. Yeah. From, right. yeah. Multiple areas of the industry, which is really good. Exactly. Um, so go for it. Definitely. Anyone that, that can, that can do it, uh, I would so, strongly encourage. So, yeah. So you would say that there's significant value significant, for somebody moving into the industry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. No problem at all. Okay. So, um, what do you think the biggest opportunities and challenges are in facilities management over the next five years? Hmm. Two part question. No, not necessarily. I mean, depends from a, from a career perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm quite happy where I am. I always had this mindset that I need to go to every single step yeah. within, within the, the career journey. Yeah. And why is that? Because I don't want to be asked a question and don't have the answer or don't know from where I can get that answer. Yeah. yeah. And then I wanted to see, uh, what, what a concierge does. Mm. What a head concierge, what an assistant, an estate manager, estates manager, now head of the estates for Burlington mm. Estates, uh, and then yes, in in the end maybe I will I will end up you know uh, leading the business even even further. We have clients now that are approaching us yeah. to to look after their sites. Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely an opportunity. But then to to get there, you need a lot of hard work and dedication, and then. Uh, to make yourself available uh, for 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 people, um, so opportunities. There are many clients out there which are looking for for good people, yeah, uh, good managers and and people that take ownership of of their of their estates, commercial yep. estates, anything. Yeah, because you see, in the in the residential, people live there twenty four seven. In commercial, again, except sleeping. You yeah. know, you spend most of the time. Yeah. You have people there all the time. All the time, yeah. Um, so definitely, this is this is this is my take on the opportunity side. Mm. As in challenges, I think not challenges, but we have to make it better overall in in the industry on the compliance side. Right, that's an interesting one. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of a lot of compliance now on fire safety. Not yeah. necessarily compliance. It's you have to do it. Well, the the regulations. Yes, the government tells it. you that you, yeah. you have to do it. Uh, you have a moral duty as well that you yeah. have to make sure that your your guest residents, you know, Grenfell exactly yeah. are, are are safe over there. Mm. Um, so I work a lot with developers these days. Right. Um, to well, they've signed a, a recent pledge with the government. Right. That they're going to perform remedials on on these residential estates. Right. Uh, they've been targeting mostly the over eighteen meters, which are uh, well the higher high risk blocks. Yeah. And also they are now working on the under eighteen meters blocks as well. So we have a couple of estates where we are in contact with, uh, with well the largest developers in the in the country, mm. working on uh, on having these blocks uh, safe and sound. That must be a very interesting sort of project to be involved in. Exactly, and it's not just the over eighteen meters blocks that are high risk, uh, which are going to be uh, part of this uh, of this project. Mm. So that means we have a project over there on on the remedials for what five, ten years potentially. Right. Okay. So here you go, a challenge and an opportunity. Yeah, without a doubt, very much so. Okay. Well, look. Any, what's your greatest achievement in your career so far? What, what do you look back on and go, I'm really proud of that? It could be anything. Hmm. I don't tend to look behind as much. Right. I look where I am and what can I do right now. It's a fair comment. Yeah. So my greatest achievement is is the position where I am, the the respect right. I have from from people which are around me. 
yeah uh the opportunity to have them to have them around me and and helping me out growing my career mm. uh because if you look back yes you do you do things you know we all have our own successes yeah. challenges and, and so on but those are done done dusted yeah you know yes you have to take your learnings from yeah. there uh and that's it move on yes we did save I know hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, on this estate because we took the facilities management in house and not with a third party company, right? Yeah, but that's done and dusted. Yeah, yes, it's good for your CV, mm. but when I recruit, I don't yeah. also look. I, I I don't look just at this. Yeah, I look at where you are and what's your attitude. What you know, we can we can teach you skills easily. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then if your if your attitude is wrong, then we we cannot work with you. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm guessing because you don't look back, the regrets question is a bit pointless then. Any regrets? I'll tell you an interesting one. Oh, go on then. Someone told me, someone very clever, a lot more clever than me, said, Miha, you have a lot of, uh, no, you, well, he was looking at mistakes that you can do. Mm. Right? And he said, you can do plenty of mistakes because you are early days into your career. Mm. I said, no, if there are mistakes, you know, I will learn from them. Mm. So I wouldn't regret them. No, the opportunities. Yes, to learn. exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then others will learn from my mistake as well. Hopefully. Yeah. Right. Like I learn from others' mistakes well, if I find out about them. We we all make mistakes, <laughs> don't we? Yeah, know, but many it. people hide them. Yeah, but th- that is true actually. Yeah, I, that, that's the problem. Do you know what? I, I'm very good at not hiding mistakes. If I make a mistake, I'm like, I'm you see, it was me. Exactly. What, what can happen again? But yes. What what can happen? I don't know. Some people just you know. Sometimes I think I, I think it's a mixture of things. I think sometimes ego gets in the way. Yeah. I.e., they don't want to admit that they made a mistake because you can't know that I got something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, or two, there's an element of fear. You know, are they going to get in trouble? You know, yeah, but that means like, you're doing constantly mistakes. So yeah. there, there's a problem. There's a problem well, yeah, with true. with you potentially. There's a problem yeah. with the people around you. They're not supporting you enough. Yeah, you don't have the learning and development that that you need to to. Not to have those mistakes, right? Yeah. yeah. So completely agree. So it's like that. So regrets, not really. Not really. No, we're good. We're good with that. Any regrets of any places that you visited, holidays that you oh, had that you shouldn't cool. have had? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't blame the weather, right? No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. So I um, could have a good time in a cardboard box, me. No. Like. All, all the destinations were good. I told you earlier about uh, Madeira. Yes. Right. Please check it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm only telling to people in the FM. Yeah, only people <laughs> about in it right. because I want I want to keep it uh, yeah. safe. Because you're going to move there, aren't you? At some point. At some point. At some point. So you can't tell anybody outside of FM where yeah. many hats listeners. Yeah, it's a state secret. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little little island in the Atlantic. It's beautiful, lovely. Beautiful. I've been there. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. Okay, so um, on to our final question now, Miha. Uh, what things in life give you the most satisfaction and, and pleasure, whether that in work, outside of work? What do you like doing? You know, who are you? Hmm. Well, I have I have family. Yep. Right. I have two two great uh, daughters. Yes. Amazing. How old? Seven and four. Wow. Uh, so yeah. So all my time outside, it's it's around them and around yeah. them and my wife as well. She's yeah. she's supporting me. Yes. Uh, I think it's very important that you have someone next to you, which is obviously taking all your. You know, because you bring problems from work of at course, home yeah. all the time. Yeah. So you will need someone around, you know, that would either be, okay, I don't want to listen, you know, you deal with it and so on. But then they have to stick with that or yeah. they, w- they would just listen and that's yeah. it. And you have to say uh, what what happened during the day over there. You're not going to take advice, as in work advice, but maybe some life life, uh, life advice. Yeah, behind so, every successful person exactly. was a fantastic partner, yeah. without a doubt. And then, uh, yeah, I... I I was always, you know, into sports. I played football. I played rugby. Really? I mentioned to you that. Right, okay. You know, I've been into athletics uh, yeah. about five, six years. Oh, really? Yeah. So, obviously, now I'm trying to push my daughters to do the things that I haven't done, like tennis, swimming, you know, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. kind of bits. Yeah. So. As you can tell, I'm an athlete. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. I think you are getting ready for Tyson Fury now. I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I could take him after Saturday. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, obviously traveling is a big thing for you as well. You, yes, you like I do. I do like traveling. Uh, mm-hmm. I think most of the weekends, if I could do it, I would do it. But yeah. you know, my missus, she'll be like, "Oh, you have to travel with us as well." Yes. So that's, that's it's so annoying problem. when they want to come with you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just leave me alone. Stay there. You know, well, I'm go behind. Good. You have a lot of 
fun in the airport. You know, sometimes the kids get lost and so on. You have to find, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sometimes the kids get lost. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody said a kid anyway? <laughs> yeah. Me high's here again. If you hear that, where's, the, where's that? Where's his child? <laughs> but oh. no, yeah, I I, go, I I like to go out with uh, a lot of people from the industry. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have my close friends. Yes, of uh, course. Yeah, I'm I'm attending the events, any kind of events, even the weekend ones at the Excel. Right. Uh, next year, I'll be at the facilities show. I'm on the advisory board for the facility show at the Excel. So that's, oh, wow. That's Congratulations. Thank you. That's Firex, um, security, yes. and also health and safety. Yes, I know, yeah. So, it's very good. Yeah, very Any, good. anything that you have, invite me over. I'll, I'll be there. So, so you just invite you <laughs> That's just because you want to get away from the wife and kids. In it. That's what no, no one knows that. No. <laughs> I'm the same, uh, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I, I, I love you, really. <laughs> I do long hours at work, but that's my choice. Yes, of yeah. course, of course. All right, well, listen, Mihai, that's the end of it. Um, you know, thank you very much. It's been a, a fantastic podcast. We, you know, we, we've touched on subjects and discussed things we haven't discussed before, mm. um, which is always lovely for us. How did you find it? Yes, that's great. Uh, you've been, uh, yeah, you've been, you've been leading very well, actually. Yes, uh, I had, uh, I had absolutely no, no problem being with you here. Fantastic. Uh, so yes. Try and record the video as well. This one's in the future. We will. We'll, yeah. We might get you, you to help us with that, Mihai. Sounds like you're. I'll you're help the, out on the ed- editing. Yeah. But like I said, I need to lose about three stone before we can. Another about we can that record. can be easily resolved. <laughs> yeah. By the way, listeners, he basically said what we can do is get an AI algorithm to slim me out, which will be fine. <laughs> I said, well, no, because when people meet me, they'll be like, "You're not the person on the video." <laughs> well listen Mihai thank you very much it's been an absolute pleasure as well Um, and thank you to our listeners out there Um, another great podcast Um, take care speak soon